This episode of Bookmarked is brought to you by Libro FM. Get two books for the price of one with your first month of membership using the code BOOKSTACKED. Again, use promo code BOOKSTACKED when you start your membership at Libro.fm. Or check the show notes for a quick link to get started. Offer only valid for new members in the US and Canada. You are listening to Bookmarked, a YA book podcast brought to you by Bookstacked.com. My name is Saul, and today we have a full house because this is our final episode ever, which is crazy. So let's go ahead and introduce everybody who's here. We have Brigitte. Hi, everyone. Eleanor. Hello. Spencer. Hello, everyone. Mary. Hi, everyone. Michael. Hello. And Addie. Hey, guys. It's been a while since we've had Addie on. Addie left us last year, but we're so excited to have Addie back. We were just talking before we started recording and just saying, you know, Addie, you were such a huge part of the website. I think there was a while where you were on like every single podcast episode we had done. It just felt like you had to be here. (laughs) Yeah. Um, there were some other people, too, who, who couldn't join us. Um, obviously, we've had a really big team and a really big history with Bookstack. And I hope if you're listening, you will indulge us a little bit because this episode is really going to be about us. You know, th- this is our opportunity to just kind of get together one final time and say goodbye and I guess reminisce a bit on the last decade for those of you who don't know, I, I'm assuming if you've listened, if you're listening to this episode, you, you're somewhat familiar with us. But Bookstacked was a website that I started in January of 2014. Back at the time, it was called SeventhPage.com, which a few of you remember. I I think Michael and Eleanor were two up uh, two of the earliest, two of the first people to ever join, and it kind of blows my mind that you're both still here almost 10 years later. I feel very weird because when I think back to the beginning, I'm like, I was 16. It's just, it's my entire, quite literally my entire young adult life. So it's um, it's weird to kind of sit and see you all now and be like, oh, I was like a child when this began, basically. Yeah, it makes me feel kind of old thinking about just the way everything's gone. And like, this is pretty much been the longest job I've ever had uh, and I have considered it a job in the past and it has helped me get into the job and career I'm in now so yeah it's weird looking back to where it started seventh page I'll never forget those days I'll never forget when we changed names and I was silently gutted about it because I loved I just loved seventh page as a name I don't know why I still do but yeah yeah it's weird I do remember people being a little bit sad about changing the name Seventh Page. I think we had been open for just a little over a year, and I just wanted something that seemed that screamed book a little bit more. Um, and I think we had yeah. a pretty good name. I still think it was a good idea. Bookstacked was definitely a good call on your part. I'm just a very sentimental, nostalgic person, so change 
just inherently frightens me. And then, of course, so you two joined in, I think it was that summer. I had been running it for a few months on my own at that point. And then Addy was also early on. You, I think if I remember correctly, Addy, you joined us through our... In the beginning, I was ridiculously ambitious and had like network sites and we had a website devoted just to Divergent. And I think, Addy, that's where you came in. I was actually just thinking about, I was like, how did I even join? Like, it's been that long. I genuinely don't remember how I was like, did I submit something? Did I, I genuinely don't even know how like seventh page popped up on my, I want to say Twitter feed. Yeah, I was thinking, I'm like, it's been so long. I don't even remember how or when I joined. Yeah, we had we had a website called Faction Hub and we were just devoted to Divergent. And I think that's that's where you joined and you were helping there. And then we eventually took because we had a Shadowhunters website, a fifth wave website, briefly a Harry Potter one that did not really <laughs> go anywhere and then just kind of merged it all together into one mega site. So I think I think that's how that happened. And yeah, that was that was a lot of fun. Mary was has also been around for a really long time. Mary, you just you're just such a joy. I just seriously, every time you're on camera, you guys can't see her. She's laughing. She's got the biggest smile on her face. Mary is great and yeah, so happy that you've been with us all this time, Mary. Well, thank you. Um I'm just like laughing because I'm thinking about the fact that I would that on my email I have a separate folder titled seventh page. Cause that's how like I found you under and Addie's like, I don't remember how I got found through this and how I found seventh page was for some reason, something told me change your Twitter bio to lost in a book. So I was like, okay, I'll put that there. And then some site called seventh page reaches out to me, goes and says, we're lost in a book too. And it's just like, what is this? And let me look into this. And so it's it's been a wild ride and just really fun to be around. Like every everybody around here, like Michael for seven years, Addie for seven years, Eleanor, like everybody who's been in and out. And of course, Rajid and Spencer, too. Yeah, and Saul. Definitely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> thanks for <laughs> thanks for throwing me in there, too. <laughs> I don't honestly don't remember if Brigitte or Spencer joined us, which b- between you two, which joined first. But I do know that when Brigitte joined, um, I got an email called job application and there was a wonderful document attached to the email. And I will say sometimes people sent over like resumes or like they, they would send over written like Word documents to me. Um, and those usually intimidated me because I was like, oh, no, do they think this is going to be like a paid job or something and because we've all been volunteering and running the website for the last nine years and but I'm really glad that I opened Brigitte's email because you've just been wonderful to have on this team like seriously it's just been amazing and you joined I think a lot of us kind of uh, moved around and sort of wore several different hats through the years but I think you have consistently been a book reviewer from the very beginning yeah mostly because and I I titled the job application because kind of the page was titled like open jobs or open positions. So and it looked yeah, that's my semi-professional. <laughs> so I thought I would be semi-professional. I guess I should have made it a little you know, tiny I, bit I less professional. I considered attaching a resume. I did consider it. But I don't know. Maybe not. 
I also, I don't know if you actually looked at it, but I had a book blog before and I kind of, I let it go. Yeah. Yes. And I let it go six months before that or so. And so I put, I put it on private at that point. And then I, I reactivated, like I made it public just for that. I was like, maybe they want to check it out. Let's make it public again for a week until we hear back. I did want to check it out. So I'm glad you did that because I definitely looked at it. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> and then finally, Spencer. Spencer's like one of the biggest, it was almost by chance, right? I I think the way I was introduced to you was I had set up a tweet deck. If, if anybody knows what tweet deck is, it's a product from Twitter where you can do like multiple columns and you can have like one column where you're just looking at one hashtag. And I had set a column up for YA books and Spencer tweeted something. uh, I think it was academic about YA and I liked it. And I think I might've even followed or something or retweeted. I don't remember what, but we started talking after that and following each other. And then pretty soon you, you applied to be part of, part of Bookstacked. That sounds about right. I definitely connected with you first of all on Twitter and it would have been something academic because I was taking a young adult literature class in university and I was enjoying that class so much and really getting into it. And so I was on Twitter just looking for other people to to follow as I had heard that, oh, there's other academics and people who are studying and talking about YA. And so that got me really excited. And it was actually, if I'm remembering, I don't know that I've ever shared this, but I think it was after following you, Saul, and then following the Bookstacked account, I think I saw an article, I think from Michael, about like casting the Avengers, but with YA characters, something like that, like, I remember uh, that like as if he could create a mashup of all of his favorite YA characters. And I think when I read that, it just like got me really excited because it was like a, just a fun article that made me laugh. And it was also like, wow, these people like young adult books just the same way I do. Like it really resonated with me and made me think, okay, I could write something like that. That sounds really fun to be involved with. So that's why I first reached out. So thank you, Michael. Well, thank you. That that makes me feel all weird and sad, but thank you. <laughs> well, yeah, I, it's just been great. And I honestly, as I just look at each of you, I there are so many memories built in with, with every single one of you. And of course, there have been a lot of people who aren't here, but did so much to to contribute to this podcast, to this website. It's really been something. One thing we want to do is for this episode, just give everybody a moment to share what their favorite experience has been with Bookstacked. And there are a lot of us, so we'll try and keep it keep it somewhat short. And like I said, we are just kind of indulging ourselves here, but I hope you'll understand that after um, podcasting for about eight years, it's hard not to just reminisce a little bit here at the end. I can go ahead and kick us off. For me, one of the coolest experiences with Bookstacked actually came recently. Uh, I hope I'm not stealing this from you, Brigitte. One of Brigitte's reviews was quoted in, in, in an actual printed copy. I think it was The Righteous by Renee Audier. I, I don't know if I'm pronouncing her name correctly. For me, that had been on my bucket list for years. I wanted to see the name Bookstacked printed on an actual printed book. You know, they always put snippets of reviews from these big publications on books to try and sell them. And it was my goal to get Bookstacked on one of those. And just this last October, we finally got got placed in uh, the paperback copy of The Righteous. And um, that was a surreal moment and a really neat moment 
to see the name Bookstack there with, I think, uh, BuzzFeed and Book Riot. And uh, I don't I actually have a copy for myself, but it's in the other room. But just to see these big, big publications and then there is Bookstack. That was one of the coolest things for me personally. I'll say when I picked up the book, I bought two copies, one to to send Brigitte and one for myself. And when I went to the cashier, she was like, are you, is this for a book club? Why do you have two copies? And I was like, oh no, this website that I've been running, we're, we're listed there. And she was all excited and gave me a piece of candy and she celebrated with me <laughs> as, as we purchased. So thank you, Barnes and Noble lady in Salt Lake City. That was a great memorable moment. So. We are specifically placed right under Kirkus Reviews, actually in the book. Yeah, that's and like- that, that, that stood out to me. That's pretty incredible. That was probably my second favorite moment. My favorite moment was when authors started directly reaching out to Bookstacks. Uh, and then to me, authors that I had already reviewed, to review their books. I thought, yeah, I, the first uh, one, I think, it was A.G. Slater, I believe. I'm not sure, but the first time it happened, I thought, I've made it. It's <laughs> We've we've done it. It's great. So that was fun. It was fun not to be reaching the just the one reaching out. It really gave me a sense of pride. Still does. Such a neat experience to finally see that happen. And thank you to all of the publicists too. I, I think we've said it before, but we've worked with so many of you, especially during the last few years. Thank you for all of those opportunities because they've they've been amazing. What about you, Spencer? What what are you thinking? Man, there's a lot of little things that come to mind. I think doing author interviews has been a highlight, getting to talk to legends like Case and Calendar and getting to, I've, I really particularly enjoyed speaking to debut authors like uh, Luis Taname and Deborah Falaye, talking to authors who are so excited to see their first book go out into the world and getting to be a part of their kind of a publishing push, right, get to help support their new book has been super rewarding. I also think about moments where I've got to kind of connect with like my childhood self, like when Chelsea got to interview Daniel Handler or Lemony Snicket on the podcast. I mean, that was, I think, exciting for all of us. Um, those were books that I loved so much in the past. And even uh, a silly moment that I'm sure Saul will laugh at watching him interact with Andrew Sims on Twitter, who is uh, a host of MuggleCast and a old head from the MuggleNet days. I mean, I started listening to MuggleCast, I mean, when it started in like 2007 or something. And so that is just so funny to see these moments from my childhood come back up in, in adult life. But more than anything, I think the podcast has been such a highlight for me and getting to hop on when there was a book or a TV show or something that we were all excited to talk about has been such, such a thrill. And in particular, I thought back to the episode we recorded about the Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes and like the Hunger Games prequel, which was maybe one of my least favorite books I ever read for Bookstacked, but was such a fun thing to talk about because it was May 2020 and in the midst of the pandemic, having a way to to connect with people online and feel a part of something really was such a highlight for me in a difficult time and something that I'll always appreciate and and really hold on to getting to have these online relationships with you all when I think we all needed them the most. That was such an interesting time. I'll say I came very close. It was like the December 31st, 2019. I'd actually typed out a message to all of you saying that I was planning on closing the site. And <laughs> I think I ended up sharing it with a couple of you eventually. I think Addie might have been one of those people and Eleanor. I think I also brought you in the loop pretty early. But 
looking back on it, I'm actually really glad I didn't do it then because the pandemic came a few months later and it was really neat to have the Bookstack team during that time. We were in different parts of the world, but we were all going through the same thing. And I felt like we were able to find a lot of fun, good experiences uh, through the site. And that was when the site really took off, actually. (laughs) It was in 2020, more so than any other time. And Chelsea joined us, did amazing things with this podcast. So yeah, that was great. What about you, Mary? What comes to mind for you? The thing that comes to mind the most is when I was quoted from the Percy Jackson Broadway musicals, like from my review, like I messaged you and been like, I'm going to see the Lightning Thief, the Percy Jackson musicals. Do you mind if I do a review on it? I have never done a review in my life for Bookstack. Saul put a lot of faith in me in this. And I was just like throwing that out there. And he was like, okay, yeah, go for it. If you're going to go ahead and see it, we'll write it up. And so I wrote it up and Saul went and got the pictures and and we published it. And they quoted me in a promo. That was a big thing because it had Booksack's name in it. It didn't, it didn't specifically say my name, but it had Booksack. But it was just like something I wrote was actually like, I still bring it up to this day. Yeah, I forgot about that. Thanks for bringing that up. I, I remember you asking me to do the review. And then when we were putting it together, if you're listening to this and you ever want to run a website or, or something like this, like reach out to people, even if you're small. I actually wrote a whole article on this that was published on the site. If you want to go look back at the blog series, I I, I published this last week. But the, I reached out to the Lightning Thief press people and said, we had somebody go see the show. She wrote a review. Can you give me some photographs so we can attach to the article? And they got back to me very quickly. They gave me access to some of their photos that they've been using. And they saw the review through that. And so just like if, you know, if you don't reach out and like let people know you're there, they might not notice you. And because they because we reached out, they saw that review. And yeah, they they took a little snicket, snippet of it and they put it on their website and we're using it to promote the show. Similar to what uh, happened with Brigitte and her book review. So yeah, I totally forgot about that. I was over the moon myself when I saw that too. I thought, how neat is that to have like this off-Broadway show using the name Bookstacked in their promotional material? That was that was really cool. What about you, Addie? Well, that's a loaded question, considering I've been here so long. And I'm just going to say like the opportunity to have been immersed and do something that as a homebody and as an introverted person, I probably wouldn't have done. I mean, if you had told me that I would be out like camping for a movie premiere and then I would like get to write movie reviews and just like put my opinion out there and know that other people, you know, share the same thoughts that I do about specific things like Divergent Gate, for example. Oh my gosh, Divergent Gate. (laughs) (laughs) Or, you know, those movies that we can't mention because then we have technical issues on the calls. I don't know, just, it's just a whole, like, mishmash of, like, great experiences and memories. Like, being able to, like, meet some of my favorite authors, getting to meet some of you guys in person, teaching Saul what OTP means, even though he's running a book, <laughs> a book blog website. I had no idea what that meant. That was an embarrassing moment. <laughs> Re- recording life. part of the podcast in my car in after car, y'all yeah. west. 
it's just it's just been a great experience honestly I honestly I never actually thought I would be doing something like that at any point in my life so thank you for that opportunity you're welcome (laughs) one of my favorite memories honestly was y'all west and meeting you in person and spending that whole day together and (laughs) the moment we were talking about Michael dropping his book in front of oh my yeah and then turning around (laughs) and finding that she was listening to us (laughs) she was in the green room we're like, oh, did she? And I remember we're like, did she hear what we just said? And she was just smiling and like waving, like, yes, yeah, everything you just said. <laughs> Michael, you look a little traumatized as we bring this back up. I'm consistently traumatized by the Cassandra Clare story. Yeah, not what you want to do when you're just a little child who is obsessed with a book series and then you finally get to meet the author and then you physically throw her work at her. Uh, <laughs> accidentally we enjoyed it though it gave us it gave us lots of laughs <laughs> through the years why don't you go ahead michael what what has been one of your favorite book sack memories see when i saw your message about picking one memory it's very last minute that i'm part of this podcast as well i think everyone should know i wasn't supposed to be here uh, but i've managed to have free time so i haven't been able to think of one moment and i think i've been here for like eight years uh and just my experience has been built up with so many little, just little things and even like big things, like just getting the opportunity to talk about books with people. Like growing up, I didn't have a lot of like bookish friends. So I was basically just reading by myself, throwing thoughts onto Tumblr and Twitter, having no like personal interactions about books. So like that, being able to join in the podcast, like talking to authors, even if I had no idea who they were before I'd spoke to them getting the chance to like host podcasts by myself, uh, set up interviews. That's all been so cool. Meeting Saul in person was a fun, fun day in Edinburgh, walking around exploring a castle. Bookstacked is, I seriously mean it, one of the biggest reasons why I have the job that I have now, like in my career. Uh, for those who don't know, I now work in a bookshop and I'm doing pretty well at it, if I brag. And that's in no small part due to this website and the opportunities that I've had through it. But yeah, one of my, like one of just my favourite moments whenever we've been doing this website is like that maybe 20 30 minutes at the end of every podcast after we finish hit and record and we all just kind of take a breath and just chat that's like it just feels so nice having just a group of friends across the world who i've never met apart from Saul now just having that just having that 20 minutes even if we're not talking about books we're just we're just chatting that's always been that's always been one of my favorite moments but i'm going to stop now because i'm, I'm going to cry I just got to say, when I met Michael in person, and I also met Eleanor in person earlier this year, and yeah, we did walk around, looked at the castle and everything, but we eventually gravitated toward Waterstones, and that's where we we spent our time, and just going through the YA section and pointing to all of the different books and being like, oh, remember when we read this book or remember when we interacted with this author or uh, remember when when so-and-so interviewed this person. That was a great moment. I even had a recent experience going to Barnes & Noble and looking at the YA book section and seeing all of the names there. It was crazy because I was like, oh, I have memories connected to all these authors even if we the author didn't interact with us personally it's like oh i wrote a news article about this person or i wrote uh i covered this book series for years that was kind of like an incredible thing to look at and also the realization that 
10 years from now, it's going to be new names, new books. Um, and I'm not going to have that connection, that same connection that I have now when I go to, to the YA section, but, um, definitely still, a a special, I don't know, I guess I'm just appreciative of now and I'm looking at it now and I'm going to enjoy the memories that we have now when I, when I go to that YA section. So that's, Really cool, I think, that, that we were able to kind of do that together in Edinburgh. I, like Michael, I was, I was a little bit stuck because obviously it has been so long and um, I've met, you know, some amazing people. And to be honest, one of my favourite things about this is, like, you guys, like, having met everybody and, like, being able to talk about all this stuff and joining the book club and actually learning so much more about books and about the books that we're reading because of listening to everyone else's opinions. You know, I met Angus, who used to write for us uh, a long time ago, and we've been friends for eight years now. I'm planning to go and see him in Australia next year. Like, I would never have that if it wasn't for this. And the same, if I may, sort of a bit on behalf of everybody else, is meeting you, Saul, and, like, having the opportunity of working with you and learning from you. And, you know, you're really good at building everyone's confidence and, like, you know, like I said, I was 16 when I started and you kind of gave me this insane opportunity of like, yeah, you can write for a website and I think you're great and that's amazing. And just to kind of have someone like championing that kind of creative side of my life for the past eight years has been honestly amazing. And I, and a, a lot a, a lot of what I want to do and how I spend my time like writing is probably is down to you really in the end. Oh, thanks. That that really means so much like you just mentioned, and like so many of others of you have said, really, when it boils down to it, for me, as fun as it is to see books stacked in a printed book, or to see us quoted on an off-Broadway show, or or to meet and interview those authors, the best part, by far, has been all of you, each of you. Before we close, I, I just am kind of curious, you know, to tie it to YA, what have you learned about YA through this entire experience? I guess for me, it's been the things that I've learned is probably how YA has changed and how it's grown. And it's been really interesting, especially over the past like year or so with the book club to see what YA is now compared to how it was when we started the website. You know, like how, how the genres have changed and how the issues have changed and how readers responding to it have changed as well. I feel like YA and books in general are a lot bigger among young adults now than they were eight years ago you know you know I've worked in a couple of different bookshops now and the amount of like teenagers you see that are just obsessed with these books is is incredible it's amazing like you know I knew people that read when I was younger but not to the extent of me and now you're seeing people all the time like talking about these books and it's just it's just been really nice to see how the genre has or how the you know how it's grown and how many more people are reading it and loving it and you know adults are still championing it but kids are growing up and reading all this stuff and they're reading the books that we read like 10 12 15 years ago and going oh my god this is like this is so cool and I'm like yeah it is cool like this is oh yeah amazing just seeing the way that it like continues to grow just seems so cool to me growing up there was never like a young adult section in the bookshops around Glasgow, around Scotland, there was just children's. So like seeing it become its own thing and seeing it reflect the world and like 
the way that kids and young adults are now reading and like pushing themselves in ways that I don't think I did when I was like reading growing up like they're like learning more about the world and themselves and what they're reading and just seeing the enthusiasm that that they have when they're in my shop buying books or talking to their friends about books it's just so cool to see it sort of reminds me of like us chatting about books but they're like now out in the real world doing it and I just get that little bit of pride when I see that. YA is now respected. I think that's such a huge change because when I was 13 it was like oh YA whatever (laughs) that's for girls kind of thing. Now you now there's all these lovely books that touch on really much more serious themes or just these grand themes and uh, I think it's it's really good for for well for me as a reader and for all the readers youth have always been at at the forefront of culture and of change and of uh, protest and revolution and and everything that happens you know the youth really lead us in so many ways that we don't give them credit for and in the same way i think uh, young adult literature uh, leads in publishing in so many ways that it doesn't get credit for and so i i'm so excited about the types of stories that I get to read today. Part of my journey with YA has gone alongside my journey of becoming a teacher and and working with youth. And so I just get more and more excited about young adult literature as I get to see the kids that I work with reading. Yeah, it just it, it makes me really optimistic, even as we close up our podcast and our website to know that there are really, really good books being written right now, really, really good books that are going to be published next year that are going to make a change and make an impact in the young person's life. And that's something to get really enthusiastic about. And even without the the podcast and the website, I, I know all of us are you know, going to continue reading and I look forward to all the books that we get to read in years to come. I don't know if there's really anything I can add to everything you've all said. I It's been incredible to watch YA grow. It's been incredible to watch it change. I feel like I've changed with it. It opened my eyes to a lot of a lot of things as well. It helped me be, I think, more aware of the world and the people in it. Like, what a magical, incredible source for, for young people. Uh, to the authors, to the writers, thank you for all you've done. We wouldn't be here if you hadn't put pen to paper, you know? <laughs> You gave us so many of these memories. So I think that needs to be acknowledged. Well, I think we're here at the end of it all. I'll say with Bookstack, all in all, we had 32, 32 creative people who were part of this team. Not everybody made it through the podcast. Some people were here for just a short time. Some people were here for a long time. Some people ran our social media account, um, never wrote an article, but every single person who was here has been so appreciated. In terms of this podcast, 93 episodes and a lot of that. Chelsea deserves so much acknowledgement, even though she's not here, for the great work that she did there. Thank you, Saul. We have all loved and enjoyed working with you. And you have been such an awesome friend and mentor and has made this experience just incredible for every single one of us. Like You gave us all the the opportunity. You took a chance on a, what was a 18, 20-year-old who'd never written a word of online content before and you took a chance on him and yeah everything we've all said today is wouldn't have been possible had you not started seventh page all those years ago you took basically a chance on all of us so thank you for doing that for us for all of us and also all the geeking out about i remember avatar the last star vendor <laughs> always <laughs> and avatar, all the last of that <laughs> And 
everything. I think it just all these friendships, whether we've met you in person or met other people um, in books act in person, all of it just means the world to us. You know, thanks for taking a chance on all of us. You know, a bunch of, you know, randoms from, you know, cyberspace back in the day when we all just did that without thinking <laughs> twice about it. Yeah, honestly, just, you know, thank you for giving everybody the chance. I literally, other than like school papers, have never written an article, let alone published anything. I can say like that you pushed a lot of us to go outside of our boundaries and do things we weren't comfortable. Like, you know, I don't think somebody would have just like randomly reached out to an author, a publisher, to try and get an interview. Like Eleanor said, you did boost our confidence a lot. And just thank you for that. Yeah, thanks for the memories. All of them. Well, I, you got, thank you for taking a chance on me, honestly, and trusting me so much. So it's just been, uh, it's been great. And clearly I am in tears. <laughs> Normally this is where I would say see you next time. Uh, but obviously that's not going to work for this episode. So I'll just say thank you. Thank you for being on this journey with us. I think some of you kind of alluded to it, but reading, I think, is often characterized as this lonely thing. We've all seen that character in the TV show or movie or even in the book who's detached from everyone else, sitting in a corner uh, with a book in their lap. Um, and books are definitely great when you need a place to retreat. But one thing that this experience has taught me is that books are better together. So thank you. Thank you for being here. Wow. Um, thank you for being a part of this. And um, I think that's it. So, so long and goodbye. Thank <laughs> you.